You're listening to BAU, Business as Unusual, the podcast that is shifting the way we think, interact and transact. Morning, Pat. Morning, Joe. How are you? Very well. Good, good. You're up and about. Your soccer hoos are going well through the round of 16 at the Magical World Cup. Yeah, I'm very happy about that. And yeah. as we were speaking off air, the who's, the who's is got two prongs in it. Um, yeah. People are trying to figure out who they are and no one knew who they were going into. <laughs> it's so true. Um, so I'm excited. It's a classic Australiana story. Isn't it? Isn't if everyone it? casts their minds back to the Stephen Bradbury moment. Yeah. Everyone rid us off, wrote us off myself included and here we are it's, yeah 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 no it plays well doesn't it like it's uh there's nothing we quite like more here than the underdog the well yeah it's it's the under 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 the under underdog it's yeah. not even like there was no dog in the fight and then yeah. they went in and they it, i think it's obviously it's uh the dog that never got fed yeah like it's you know <laughs> these guys who like i don't even know if half of them are australian <laughs> to be honest but yeah or where Mate, they play you look at that, that is yeah. the strange thing i've been thinking about that you look a bit at that in yeah. any Team. it's changed it's, hasn't it like yeah. the actual strategy around acquiring players and everything is yeah it that'd be a really interesting piece to do as a doco like where how that all from? works the mechanics yeah. of that where people get yeah. picked up from For what sure. time in their age like and it's all it's the ancestry fuck, stuff like, and you know kind of where are you from etc it's it's a very strings yeah across the globe absolutely yeah. absolutely and like you know obviously like the canadian national team so we went out straight sets but they played well yeah but it's the same thing like it's you know those players a lot of them it's grafting yeah haven't you know i'm not sure how much time they've spent in canada outside of you know really kind of playing you know games in canada but i think it's they all end up in europe playing in clubs but yet they were they were born raised or kind of you know somehow connected to a country Hmm. yeah but the interesting part on that is that we've got a lot of different nationalities playing under the australian Hmm. who's who umbrella but it can be really, this is where sport can get nice in actually soothing over some immigrant wave in Australia. Like I think Australia definitely has a racist backbone yeah. um, and we have it mm. throughout colonial Australia. For sure. And sometimes these moments can actually bring people together and realize we have a pretty terrible media ecosystem mm. here. Front page news, what can go on can be terrible yeah. around like scapegoating Absolutely. Um, first wave immigrants here to Australia. Mm. Uh, and sometimes this can be a real moment for people to actually open their eyes to a different reality. And that's sure. where sport can get quite beautiful. And I think that's where to focus on the positives of that is, is pretty cool uh, what can come of that. Mm. And, and that's credit to what's going on. You're seeing a, a cool Australia there. Like there's a, a lot of different countries really represented on the Australian umbrella. And when you look at what the Australian story is, that is Australia. It is. It it's is. Like, it's, yeah. just, it's, but it's just it's like the a time that it takes. Exactly. Yeah, but really, that is. But they the are seminal story. moments. You're so right about that, and I think it's it, it's um yeah, kind of like some of the stories of obviously like small kind of regional towns here in Victoria, like Shepparton. Yeah, you know, kind of getting behind. Like, yeah, yeah, kind of you know, and just it's it's really terrific to see that to kind of see those development stories. And like, et yeah, I've got family in Shepparton, and Shepparton's yeah. pretty isolated place yeah. at the best of times, and yeah. to see a town like that get behind mm. a player like Mbappé is like. It's it awesome. feels healing for Australia in a weird way. Yeah, I could no, be I getting agree. sentimental, yeah. but like it's it's a moment for that to happen. Yeah, yeah. So 
Oh, well, I'm now on we can, behind now we, now we can, as now we can crucify them when they lose to Argentina. Yeah. No one's going to crucify them. No, they're yeah. true. They're, they're true. Yeah. They're plucky underdogs. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. it is a cultural narrative and it's great that it's being, I think what you're saying is that it's being told through different faces. So yeah, it's a, it's, it's a familiar Australian tale, but the, the characters are different. Yeah. And which it, is and it's like much a... more multiracial, which is very, I think, you know, empowering for the whole country yeah. because it's an, it's a very old tale that we tell ourselves here the plucky country the lucky country you know go kind of bat above our weight you know i can keep kind of going with it all but it's actually that it's actually being told through different nationalities which i think is the real power of the game well that's exactly it the world game and like it's so nice to feel that that's being represented in australia and i think it represents who is here in australia now versus i think what we've done in the past is project an image that was white Australia back mm. in the past, and that Correct. that isn't what we've brought to this World Cup. So it's that's not, that's no. a great, it's, it's nice. a great sign. Yeah. So go the soccer hoos, go, go the, the soccer hoos. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but we'll move on. We're going into peer to peer today. Yes. And and talking, we jumped off the car, the freeway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we've been sawbacks, um, but here we are back at Shank Anchors, and yeah. <laughs> yeah. finally back off our road trip. Yeah. yeah. And recovered and gone into the Christmas full steam but we're picking up the conversation where it was if peer-to-peer we're heading into the era of that in five Mm. years time that's where you and i were agreeing on that car trip that was about all we agreed upon in the car it's true actually yeah it's (laughs) pretty disruptive otherwise yeah Yeah. and then what does what does that mean for the rest of legacy that's sitting here now how do people have to adjust what does that actually look like what's Mm. some interesting moments or changes that are going to have to occur for people to stay up to speed with that absolutely and what what i wanted to talk about in because i think we're going to have to do this over a few episodes but like the focusing on kind of like the currency or the incentive i think in terms of like the actual the model that comes out of this i think is really important to focus on that that shift that should occur over the next five years which is that at the moment we've got a very centralized kind of um however you want to manifest it one to many so we're talking last time for example about like shared files right they're not really shared they Mm. are shared um from kind of one person here through a centralized source to another person here so it's up and then it's back down to that person but the only both people in that transaction on both sides are paying a fee um, to participate in that so there, there's there's still a middleman there's still kind of um, arbitrage that actually happens in between yeah. whereas neither one of those people in that example of kind of file sharing actually needs that what they need is the kind of the protocol and the files to be available not where they where they are but they don't necessarily need to be stored somewhere else for that to actually happen and i think that's what's interesting about where the technology is um, because they can you know it's secure etc but then it's about the actual incentives and model that actually has to get cracked so how do me and you not scrapping in the car how do we figure out how we're going to manage that economic transaction between the two of us for renting a little bit of our computer space well that's the you really sum that out well around the intermittent like who's sitting in that middle and and distributing and what that actually pipeline looks like and there, and it is whether it's going to be true P to P. I think this is a place where we can go, and yeah. the answer is probably not. Like someone's always, always somehow, somehow 
occupying that space but i think yeah. what's coming is a shave on that and that's like constant yeah that is like the evolutionary story of cutting down costs for each peer yeah so Correct. I think someone that's the big ass now it's like too much cheddar's going to <laughs> yeah, correct yeah to the to this intermediary that's kind of sitting there you Don't. know the fat rat in the middle come on yes yeah. nice cheddar <laughs> yeah give me some more simple cheddar i stand here there's yeah. no other way you can get to your friend who's in the car next to you exactly to yeah. actually share that data well that's what always strikes me as hilarious like i watch this play out in my professional life all the time it's like oh who's got the dropbox file and it's yeah. literally it's it's on you've just created it yeah on your laptop you're sitting next to your colleague who is has the exact same laptop but it's got to go up and back, back down god knows where it goes um or where it is and then it's actually coming back and it's all about this like that up down kind so of behavior is very very clunky and it's not just in file sharing it's also in financial transactions so there's always yeah. this this someone who sits in the middle and obviously we've spoken last time about how um people tried to build a new type of arbitrage, like an FTX kind of style of approach really yeah. was just bring it here, buy in here, et cetera. We'll create a new safe type house. of exchange, yeah. safe as houses um, or Bahamian uh, penthouses. Yeah, safe as cyclones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But serious. The, so if you, if you kind of just work through it, it's actually in every aspect, right? But the thing that I'm really struck by is that people are actually, they're start they're generating their own things. And you can apply that in, so, I mean, currency in theory is actually happening through Bitcoin. You can f find ways to make it, you know, if you're, if you're smart enough to do it, people generate their own energy mm -hmm. now, which was never the case. It was always coming from one place to you, <clears throat> you know, you never sent it back. Um, that's no longer the case. And then you can also think about it in um, digital sharing, you know, I think are three, I mean, to me, they're the primary examples, but they're a large part of what we do every single day. So I suppose an interesting way to think about this, sorry, just while I was speaking yeah. is like that technology piece is rather than you going through mm -hmm. the, the mouse's house, it's like yeah. the mouse's house in a way, if we ha hang on that for a minute yeah. is is building out infrastructure to be able to allow the rails to be able to sit in your computer. So let's Correct. take those, those yep. examples of you yep. and your colleagues sitting in the same room. Yep. You can all, like with the new technology, cryptography being able to sit there and protocol being able to sit there and you've all yep. signed up to it. Yep. You can start to chat and have your own ecosystem in that room where files are getting shared at a ridiculous speed and you're sort of all working on the same project, the same file. Yep. And you all own a piece of that because it's a unique key to that. Yeah, and I see it like exactly what you're saying. And it's, it's like, like a rail system a rail that's gone system. there rather than you have to go find some weird connection to get to like... Fed. We've got a terrible... We've gone through this analogy yeah. before yeah. where it's like you haven't connected the rails properly. There's only one way in, one way out. You can't go sideways, backwards, anywhere No, else. no, and it's still... Um, so a lot of like when you look five years out, I think... You know, if you kind of look at the ways that we do things today, like probably the most distributed way that we work is really probably Google Docs because it's yeah. it's instant. So yeah. you can work on the same file. I can work on the same file. And what it does, what Google does is create multiple copies of that file and then reconcile it. Right. So it's like you might be I'm a big fan of Google Docs. Yeah. yeah, oh. yeah. But no, it's but it's good. But what, what I'm saying is that it still sits with them. For sure. So, but what? where I think this is all heading is it's that it's not sitting with them. It's not sitting with them, yeah. but that technology and that ability to kind of, because I mean, life only broadly in terms of um, 
And you don't need an internet connection. That's the wild bit. And that's what's being pulled together. Like with IPFS is an interesting system. And then with decentralized storage and then like using your computer's power, your friend's computer's power, your colleague's computer's power, the reception's computer's power. Exactly. You can have a little micro internet. And I think that's what where we're heading is these little like these micro hubs, right? You don't need to download the same file over over and over and over again. again. You know, it's, it's, and then that's where the load gets lifted. Yeah. And then it's also the technology around delivering mm-hmm. those files. You don't need like a huge semi-truck to deliver one file anymore. Yeah. You just need a piece of the code and you need that code to sit closely. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's yeah. The jigsaw's getting it's, pieced it's together. It's getting pieced together. And I think the part that we probably left out is like in our, in our kind of like our the basis of the recipe. So if you think about distributed energy, the ability for some form of transaction to occur, whether that's monetary or kind of mm. um, some form of exchange, there's technology around that. There is then there's a communication kind of infrastructure now in terms of being able to actually share bandwidth, et cetera. And you put all of those things together, plus kind of, you know, really that we can share the work that we're doing on they become these little micro hubs as you're saying where but that might only last for i don't know four seconds in some instances but in other things it can last for four days or kind of four years it's a the but the thing that you know i think most of technology as well as most of our economy it's it's always about finding as you're saying it's about cutting out the waste in the middle and the job to be done and i think the question that is being posed is how do we stop doing this? Yeah. Stop connecting through someone else in the middle. And how do we start doing this, which is connecting across something. But to understand that, you have to get to the what's the middle person doing. Yeah. The middle person at the moment is basically providing the storage, which is incredibly inefficient. One of the biggest uses of no, energy. And it's not, and it's not safe. It's all in one spot, and it's not distributed. So it's a bit of a, a bit of an issue. And we have shattered. that. It's so easy to follow. Yeah, and we have that in all parts of our society. We have it in energy. We have it in kind of basically the way that we kind of actually use currency, etc. And that's the whole premise of a Bitcoin. When you look at the truth of it, is that what it is is about is about a unit of value that we can share. That is basically it's actually unbreakable mm-hmm. in terms of how it actually goes. It's not the noise or the people who have speculated on top of it it's actually it's it's the gold of this new economy it's a form of value that mm. we can exchange yeah and can agree upon it it's far night it, it, it mm. really sets up that new era and it sets up that new era to be peer-to-peer it does which is yeah. like when we look at the ask and where we look at where we are now people mm. are looking for that and doing some digging around that it's it's really sort of harking back to a time before we the industrial rev which yep. is an interesting time in terms of where we're heading in the digital era. Yeah. I'm sure we might follow a similar trajectory or we won't. Like we'll we learn lessons that we'd like to do things differently. Yeah. Time will tell, but we're really heading into that peer to peer and that ask. But you were getting to that point around how is that gonna land? And yep. like how is it sounds like we're still there's gonna be a middle piece. Yeah. I there's, think there will be. There's still yep. a rail system. Yeah. Whether it's tax and like it is owned by the people, whatever that means. There's still the always there's yeah. still rails and you connect to those rails. That's well, I think the thing like that I always think back through is so historically humans have never found a way. And even in nature, there's actually there's there's no way for a like completely altruistic kind of exchange where it's just like here's mine here's yours there what there what there always becomes is it becomes a relationship so it's either that 
you trust someone. So therefore you exchange things quite freely, you work back and forth, etc. But there's still an exchange. Yeah. So I think to me, like that's what I wanted to kind of like start with in this kind of exploring all of this is there is a model that sits there. There's a business model of exchange. And I don't think that's gonna change. But I think the form of having one or two kind of major, major things that sit at the top in all aspects of this will change. I think, yeah, will change. I think what's yeah. changing is the incentive structure Correct. on that yeah. model. Yeah. And like there's an incentive for, at least uh, for the next five years, really, an incentive for people to help build those rails mm. like never before. Yeah. Because it needs those nodes. It needs those computer power. It needs that to be able to actually join the dots yep. and allow this infrastructure sure. to exist. And the structures that are being called, and because we talk like this is coming in five years, but this actually exists now. No, it's, it exists now. But it's, and, but in yeah. terms of distributing and getting it widely adopted, yeah. it's like what is that incentive? What is the awareness needed for that yeah. to happen? And then what does peer X get out of it, and peer Y, and why would they do it? Yeah. And that sort of coming together by the mm. by the shitstorm of data breaches, by the shitstorm of cost, yeah. by correct the, exactly. Like, the tectonic plates, we always come back to yeah. moving into that, but it's how yeah. and what do you get out of it? And people are getting cash out of it. Yep. And but, should- un- but unpack that a little bit more because I think there's also, um, yes, they'll get money out of it, but I think there's a, to me, there's an underlying motivation, right? So oh. if, if you think where we are now, so like just staying with like cloud computing. So the underlying yeah. motivation for that is actually at a human level is I can work anywhere, right? So that I'm no longer tethered to a, you know, a box out in a suburban park because I actually have to go there to get into everything I need to work yeah. on. It's now that I can actually work anywhere through this device. And the price that I pay for that is Dropbox, Google, whatever drive, however, you, Apple, whatever, you, yeah. know, you have to use all the cloud. cloud. You kind of have to keep them all there in the cloud and be able yeah. to kind of basically work that way. I think what's interesting about this space is that it's becoming about resiliency. And what I mean by that is there's lots of markers that are starting to kind of go, okay, this big system that we have that is broadly global, mm. that has really small points of failure, right? So if you took communications, That's for fragility. example, yeah. yeah, it's very fragile, right? I mean, it's like, um, you know, if you just wanted to stop the world working, all you have to really do is cut the all the on, on, on undersea cable, yeah. right? But we all think we're, you know, like, oh, yeah, I got 5G, la, 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 wandering around looking yeah. at whatever. That's all broadly running through, I don't know, 20 it's, cables it's, in the world, which like is pretty glass nice. ball, like <laughs> Crystal ball would be gone. But I think the... All these things, like you're naming most of them, but you think about the price of money going up, you think about kind of these data breaches and kind of things that it's not as secure as we thought it was. But then there's also things like climate Mm. on top of that, where, um, you know, what do you do to get kind of back up and running where all the infrastructure in your town is just smashed, is that there's other ways to do that. And so these things are all kind of, they're not even edge cases, as you're saying, people are working on them. But I think it's going to take always to me it's a tipping point and that's why these things are always hard to project out but every little trend line points towards this motivation to be more resilient in a space with these four forces that actually interact how do i communicate how do i have energy how do i actually do my work right and that's what overlaps and that's what overlaps and that's what's like we're going into unique 
what you call them use cases or where it applies mm. and it's all happening at once and we didn't even mention the war in ukraine where people are trying yeah. to access yeah. communication technology what that actually means how to do that safely like these are all places where this technology enhances that so you bring in stakeholders together yeah. from all walks to be able to be like how do we roll this out but i think the key piece is awareness and how do you get anyone yeah. who doesn't know doesn't care to yeah. care and we're sort of in that zone yeah the but that's why that's what i mean like that's why yeah. it's going to take like there'll be companies or organizations or forms of things in because really that's what the middleman or arbitrage or sitting in the middle of a transaction is all about it's about the ease of removing the complexity and humans you know we're we're really great at lots of things but we don't we can't know everything and so but someone will know how to do that and then it's it's exactly the same exchange and i think the why we're open to this in the moment is that it's the trust in the large things in our life is at an all-time so what's going to come together that piece is like everyone's contributing this but it's it's a safe way it's it's the safest way because you don't own it it's like you own like a fraction of the puzzle of jimmy's file that says x (laughs) exactly you have no idea you have no idea about it but you're helping hold up an infrastructure so it's like it's an if that lands that gives so much to like where society can go because it's very contributing Mm. and it's very you play a part at the moment there's 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 a piece in society that i feel like it's hard to know whether you do play a part anymore you play a part at home but where is your part to play is is questionable it's like you have to earn income so you can pay the cloud so you can pay the w so you can do this but there's like there's no other fractional element where you can feel your contribution. So Correct. once again, it's an interesting place to land yep. for that. But the, and that's a nice way to put it. Like it's it's like it's fractional economics. So it's if there's a fractional that's way peer to, to peer, do it, it's peer to peer. That's what's yeah. fascinating about it. It's like you can earn Micros. income in lots of different ways, yeah. um, and it needs to happen that way if mm. it is going to be the way that we're projecting into that around it being secure because it is fractional like you can take that fractional element you're the only one who has the whole yep it's true in that system and for that to work you need to provide some form of service or some of your infrastructure like loan it out it's the airbnb model but yeah but not quite but not quite yeah Yeah. no that's really good all right well yeah we'll have to keep digging in next time because i think it's the there's a there's a human which I think we're agreeing on. There's a, there's kind of there's an intrinsic human motivation to to share, but then also want reward. So that's I think that's part of the job to be done. But then it's actually kind of how you start to work through kind of how you might look at that incentive model, and because it's gonna take all of it kind of coming together at once. It's definitely gonna happen yeah. at, at some at some level because it's really the only way forward well the funny thing yeah. is Joe, it's happening now but yeah. then it's like how do you get it out of that bubble of people yeah. who are building and directly contributing to the tech stack? but i think that's what we have to take on next right is like what's the what's the point where that yeah. tips how does it tip and how do you tip into those moments that we like covered there done all, all right. right cool next time till then all right go soccer who's <laughs> Thank you for listening to BAU Business As Unusual. Subscribe and learn more at baupod.co. That's baupod.co.